Autobots transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Bob. I'm Batman. And today it is episode three of season one of the Challenge of the Gobots, the Battle for Gobotron Part Three, Conquest of Earth. This episode was written by Alan Burnett, Bernay, Jeff Siegel, Siegel, Tom Ruger. And the last time on the Challenge of the Gobots, the Guardians followed the Renegades to an Arctic research station where Psykill planned to use Zod as a distraction while he stole the highly unstable element Sorium. Mm. And in this episode, uh, the Renegades the Arctic, they blew everybody up. Yep, they're flying off, and they're off to Cheyenne Mountain in Colorado, which is a real thing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I guess it's operated now by the United States Space Force uh, in modern times, so yeah, because that's also, unfortunately, a very real thing. I don't know, I kind of, I think a Space Force eventually will be needed. The one, anyway, we're not, we shouldn't talk about this, (laughs) but anyway, Zod's going to follow them there, but he's going to go underwater, and because he does, Nick, in the command center, watches Zod, like, drive along the ocean floor and scooter yeah. is pacing around going oh we're fucked we're fucked yeah ever who cares everyone's dead and fuck it all yeah. but then they get a signal and it's from turbo and it turns out leader one went all defensor again and used the force field that he can't keep up for more than five seconds to save turbo and the humans but it is collapsing like literally energy cracks are, are forming in it so scooter and nick are ordered to take the command center up and come save them and they do so they like break through the ice and they land nearby and they engage the slinky ray <laughs> Yes, they fire this beam into this avalanche and it somehow manages to pull them out without pulling out any snow that was in the way. So so there's that. <laughs> oh, yeah. It like worms its way through this the snow. And it I say slinky because it's like a big coiled ray. But as soon as it reaches them, it just encapsulates them in this field of pink and then pulls them out. And uh, as soon as it does, uh, Dr. Turganova, Anya, is like... Oh, oh, no, no. Leader one says, hey, okay, we can't leave yet. We have to dig out Crasher and save Dr. Turganova. Yeah. And when they do, she's pissed off. Yeah. At first, she's just calmly sitting at the wheel in Crasher, you know, buried in snow. That's fine. And yeah, like they yeah. pull her out. And yeah, she's all pissed off because they're like, hey, you okay? She's like, of course I'm not. I could have been killed. Well, she <laughs> assumes, rightly so, that the uh, Guardians are the renegades because they're all just giant robots to An her. Imperialist and, plot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because then Matt comes in. He's like, hey, don't worry there, sugar. And she's like, an American. Oh, fuck you, Americans. Yeah, he calls her comrade. And then yeah. AJ's like, no, we're the good guys. We'll get your sorium back. So she has a moment where she's like, I'm so confused. But they then go to Dr. Braxis, who um, has the sorium loaded up into the pulsar generator. Yeah, he's all set to let her rip. And Psykill wants to use the Cheyenne Mountain's network of satellites, I guess, to tra- trap the entire world in his web. Yeah. And so uh, Dr. Arkaville, I mean Dr. Brax, this is like, <laughs> don't you mean our web Megatron? I mean Psykill? Yeah. <laughs> our web? Huh? Huh? Buddy? Old pal? Old buddy? There's a lot of that in this uh, series, but in this miniseries, but um, the uh, Psykill says, yeah, I do mean that, and I need you to go into the base because you're the one human with military clearance. Yep, so they activate the Astro Beam and we get a new renegade. That's right, it's a brand new Gobot, it's a brand new renegade. This one turns into a jeep, just like in the military. Your kids love the military. They like playing army. Bang, bang, shoot them up. Huh? Bonus, bonus. And this one is named Jeep. Jeep Creeper? God, those fucks in marketing are killing my sales figures. Killing them. 
So yeah, uh, it's a, a Jeeper Creeper, and he he comes in and he's yeah. uh, Arkville, not Arkville, um, Braxis. God, you got me doing it now. Um, <laughs> Braxis is like, how is he gonna help? And as if he doesn't know these things can convert, so Jeeper Creeper does a very toy accurate conversion into his Jeep. Yeah, I had that toy. It's it, he was a lot trickier to convert than. Most of those toys. Because his legs had to rotate. Yeah. It was a whole... Yeah. Anyway, um, so um, Praxis gets in Jeeper Creeper and is like going to... He starts getting pretty excited, like jumping up and down in the seat and Jeeper Creeper ditches him. Yeah, he just bucks him off because renegades aren't used to being sat upon. <laughs> and then Psycho has his uh, sting before the commercial, which a lo- there's a lot of this in this show where somebody goes, tomorrow we will rule the world. <laughs> commercial break. And when we come back, the command center is flying over the ocean. Yep. And it's a full moon because it always is. And this might be like uh, their only chance to find out what the renegades are up to. So they're going to do the old cortical psychic patch bit on yeah. crap. <laughs> or whatever they're calling it in this series. And everyone thinks it's a waste of time because she's friggin' bananas anyway, right? So th- they'll never get any straight answers out of her. And we have the obligatory scene where Anya's like, well, I don't understand this talking robot is crazy. Um, but... Scooter powers up Crasher. Again, they basically have jumper cables connected to her. Yeah. Uh, like they did with Turbo. As she wakes up and she refuses to tell Leader One anything where Psycho is headed, basically. Well, they also do this bit. And I thought, didn't they do this in G.I. Joe, too, with Baroness and Duke? Because uh, I remember Baroness and Destro had kind of a thing. But because uh, Crasher's like, oh, Leader One, like uh, we could have been such a great team together and all this if you weren't, you know, a guardian. That's once they engage the memory probe. Um, and she, yeah. She like admits she had a crush. She talks about like the good old days of the GoBot derbies, which just looks like a regular derby on Earth. But yeah. uh, th- conveniently on the screen, scooters in front of an image of the Cheyenne uh, military base pops up. Yep. And uh, Matt identifies what it is. And then later one asks what it is. And Dr. Turganova tells them that the People's Republic of Potsylvania, whatever she's from, <laughs> knows plenty of things. So they didn't just fall off the truck filled with pumpkins. And one thing I really liked is that they didn't come up with some fake, like they've used NASA and now they're actually using NORAD. They don't make up fake government entities and uh so they and they actually explain like this stands for north american air defense command and they basically control america's defense network and uh the gobots change course for cheyenne mountain yep and at cheyenne mountain jeeper and the doctor are driving up the road jeepers like taking high speed turns and bouncing over stuff and braxis like oh i'll tell Psykill about this and he's like yeah go ahead he could use a good laugh <laughs> yeah yeah they really don't like this guy uh but uh, he pulls up to the norad entrance and the i'd like this where the guards or they're like okay we're gonna have to check they, they give him a little bit of sass and then he's like fuck you i'm braxis i'm here to investigate the satellites they check his id and it goes to a man we find his name general lindley and when he gets it, he's like oh braxis that guy's a jerk and a half <laughs> yeah. and uh, meanwhile the general who was wearing the rank insignia of a second lieutenant in the army yeah. yeah he gets a message over the pa he's got a call waiting and it turns out it's matt on the line and uh, the general recognizes the name as, oh yeah you're that crackpot scientist that wrecked the shuttle I like the storytelling in this series thus far. I'm really, this was the moment where I was like, all right, I love that this is still a thing. Like they're still on the run. I, and I know this is a five part and we're going to get into an out of context, you know, production schedule versus broadcast schedule mess. But right now it, it's a really good five parter. And mm. I'm by episode three, I'm a hundred percent in, but anyway, Matt's like, listen, I'm going to come turn myself in. If you will listen to me about alien robots. 
And they all think he's nuts, but he's going to be there at eight and they're going to put him in a straitjacket as soon as he gets there. So then we go to Jeeper Creeper and he's got a bunch of guards trapped in his, I don't know, eye freeze ray like they're stuck yeah yeah. uh while braxis is on the phone telling psykill everything's working out great yep and then jeeper pulls a switch that opens a door on the side of the mountain and then cop tour carrying the gizmo the doctor had earlier and psykill fly in and start blasting and the soldiers run for it yeah i like this so cop tour like literally gets in a firefight at first the guards are running panicked they get behind some protection and they engage in a firefight with copter and then psykill converts into his motorbike mode and chases down lindley yep and he tells the general surrender now and commercial break and when we come back the GoBots arrive in colorado and they uh, they have actually pick a really neat landing spot they go through a waterfall it's kind of a neat animation it's done it's uh, everything's on the cheap but mm. every once in a while there's some really great shots and this was a neat little uh, sequence of shots of them going through the waterfall and landing behind yep and uh when after they land leader one tells matt all right you take dr turganova uh who leader one keeps calling anya like dude she went to school for a long time it's doctor and uh <laughs> Matt points out, uh, man, look, it's 1985. She's a communist scientist. And if I take her along into Cheyenne Mountain, they'll think we're both spies from the People's Republic. And then she's like, who are you calling a spy, you capitalist dog? And I'm like, yeah, these two are so going to fuck before this series is over. (laughs) (laughs) So there's but uh, leader one, he comes back and he's like, no, no, you're going to need her to collaborate your story. And I was like, well, then why not just send him in with Scooter? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. There's your proof. Don't blame me about aliens. Here's an alien. Yeah. Yeah. So Turbo says, I'll give you a lift. And we then go back to the, inside the base. And Lindley is being held at bay by Jeeper Creeper as Braxis, Braxis is ready in his uh, pulsar generator. Yep. And uh, he's telling Braxis that uh, this is treason. They'll lock you up for it. But doesn't the states give you the death penalty for treason, like especially in a military court martial? Uh, so the he, Braxis is like, I don't care. Uh, I'm going to rule this world. I'm the boss. I got the biggest dick in the room. And then, oh, Psykill, you're right there. I'm sorry. Psykill and Copter walk in, and Psykill reminds them who's in charge. Then a communications officer tells them that there are two guests here to see the general, uh, Matt Hunter and a woman. So I guess they didn't bother asking who she was. One quick thing, though, is we do find out that once the pulsar generator starts, Psykill's going to be able to control the minds of anybody, any human he wants. They've got some brainwave thing. But when Psykill hears that Matt Hunter is one of the people, he realizes he survived the cave-in which means leader one did which means the fucking gobots or uh, guardians are coming for me mm-hmm. and uh anyway matt and dr turganova get past security for no good reason and he tells her let me do the talking comrade and she's like yet i can talk the english good and like <laughs> oh. it was okay so the 80s child in me laughs at these things because i grew up on jokes about russian spies and this if you're i don't know if you're younger and listening to this show dear listener the best way i can think to explain this is the way a lot of north americans view the chinese government today is kind of the way we viewed the russian government there's a combination of apprehension and fear and they're just the i'm making quote signs here generic bad guys and uh Matt thinks it's strange that there's no one here to meet them, but then a uh, copter silhouette appears with a spinning rotor in his hand, and Great oh shot. no, 
But yeah, he's uh, he's going to come at them. So uh, we then go to Crasher. Um, she's still, you know, held captive, and she's yapping on about how you're never going to defeat Psychill, you motherfuckers. And Nick legitimately like shudders at her laughter. But I I love her laughter. Mm-hmm. But um, Leader One calls in looking for an update on Matt uh, because he and Turbo and AJ are just out looking for renegades, just walking around forest looking for renegades. Yeah, and Turbo just says to AJ, "Look, guy." Uh, your buddy's taking an awful long time in there. I guess he means Matt. And in there, Coptor has Matt in one hand and Dr. Turganova in the other. Yeah. Uh, he's got them in front of Psych Hill, and uh, they won't tell him where Leader One is. So Braxis uh, is then ordered to test the Pulsar Generator to encourage Matt to talk. Yeah, and Psych Hill explains that the Pulsar Generator emits an electromagnetic signal on the exact frequency of human thought. There's, that. there's some pseudoscience. At least yeah. they like tried to like it, the name. So much doesn't make sense, but it sounds like it could. It's like bad Star Trek. Yeah, and the general even says that's impossible. But then Psychil makes a good point. The science of Gobatron would appear as magic to Earthlings. So touche. Yeah, like wasn't that Arthur C. Clarke? Or Asimov. It was one, one of them. Of them. was like any significantly developed technology is equivalent to science. Anyway, uh, Braxis conveniently has a, a, a little fucking Bluetooth thing. Yes. Uh, he puts in his ear and it neutralizes the effect of the generator. And he's like, hey, everybody look at this. I'm putting it in my ear so I'm not under control. <laughs> and then he turns on the pulsar generator. Yep. Braxis pulls all the levers and all the humans grab their heads and it shows all the humans like their eyes just go to pinpricks. And then it shows the gates of the base, and the, the sign here says, keep off instead of keep out. So then as <laughs> okay, all this okay. is happening, we cut to the GoBots where, but basically we cut to Nick and then, or AJ and then Nick. AJ comes under control, and she's like, yeah, I'm getting out of here. And then Nick in command center with uh, uh, Scooter goes under control of a psych hill and goes and freeze crasher yeah and it shows this real close-up of nick's face with the pinprick eyes and all i could think of was i am cornholio (laughs) (laughs) he he really does get that sunken beavis look later on but um crasher comes out of her cell does a big energy stomp commercial break and when we come back scooter is running for from the energy stomp like the wave is chasing him yeah like around the computers and stuff and yeah. it finally hits him and slams him against the wall and then she stomps again with her other foot so i guess it's like a double barrel shotgun she has to reload the other foot first before she can use it. I, I, I hope that's canon that's such a neat idea but she uh scooter jumps for it he leaves the command center and now crasher controls the command center and starts to attack the guardians mm-hmm and Turbo grabs AJ so they can escape, but uh, she's like, but put me down kind of thing, and she wriggles her way free and then runs. So now Matt in Cop Tour, Anya in Jeep Recruit. I know her name is Dr. Turganova, but I'm calling everybody by their first names. I'm not being disrespectful, but uh, Anya in the Jeep Creeper uh, and a couple tanks uh, exit the NORAD base, and they head for the Guardians. Because mm-hmm. they must be defeated, and the three Guardians must are still... be defeated. Everybody yeah, talks like, talk that. like that. like that. In monotone voice. And the three Guardians are still still running from the command center and they take cover and turbo and scooter tell each other that their human partners have gone cuckoo for cocoa puffs and leader one orders them to fly off but back in the norad base psykill orders braxis to go full power yep turn it up to 11 and patch it into the satellite network and uh 
Do you notice the doctor doesn't have his gizmo on his head this time? I but didn't. Yeah, I guess that doesn't matter. What? An animation error in a 1980s children's television cartoon? I don't believe it. <laughs> uh, and here's some bad science. This isn't even pseudoscience. A, a giant ball of energy flies into the air, <laughs> like zips around, arcs the Earth, and hits a satellite. Yeah, and then it hits all the satellites, including satellites in orbit of the moon, just in case, I guess. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, and then and we it, see people at major landmarks, like the Statue of Liberty and Big Ben and the Eiffel Tower and it, same effect is happening to them and Moscow and okay so it was there was a point where I was like okay European European oh, okay they did Russia that's cool and then I was like oh and they did China but yeah, it's just like the Great Wall of China it's just two guys standing on the Great Wall like he could have been in Shanghai or Beijing anyway uh, but they all go under uh, Psykill's control yeah and back with the Guardians leader one tells Scooter and Turbo to take off uh, no really that's what he's like take off take off <laughs> eh we're Canadians, we have to say that, right? Good day. Yeah. Right, so today's topic is GoBots, eh? So, so is is our GoBots the jelly donut of the Transformers <laughs> universe, right? But yeah, it, it, they take off, but they, they don't fly away. They, they just convert and leave. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, they do protest a bit. But then Leader One flies at the command, actually doesn't even fly at the command center. He flies up, begins to convert, and boom, they shoot him down. Yeah, immediately shot down. And Crasher laughs her ass off inside the command center, and uh, Leader One crashes and converts back, and then he falls flat on his face. The frequency of human thought. Okay, that, that's too stupid to worry about, and they even explain it away as Gobatron technology, which Psykill explains would appear as magic to humans, so fine. But speaking of Gobatron technology, they landed a space fortress within sight of the Cheyenne Mountain Complex in the 80s, and somehow nobody noticed that. Right. The Cheyenne Mountain Complex, kids, was built in the 60s during the Cold War for keeping an eye over all of American and Canadian airspace because if the Soviet Union decided to nuke Washington, they'd send the missile or the bombers over the North Pole. It's the shortest distance. That's why the distant early warning line was in the Canadian High Arctic. It was this place's job to know exactly what was flying around at all times. You couldn't land a fucking lawn dart without this place knowing about it, much less land an alien battle cruiser right beside it. And never mind the stupid cloaking device they have, like this more Gobotron technology, that just hides it from radar somehow. It'd still be visible, and more importantly than that, it'd still make a lot of noise flying overhead. Like, hey, did you ever hear a plane or a helicopter and then look up? Like, imagine that times about a thousand. Like, what the hell kind of not-my-job attitude do the idiots at the front door have that they wouldn't make a few phone calls deeper into the base? Hey, Bill, look at that giant alien spaceship flying over. There's nothing on the radar, Tim. Yeah, but you can see it. Not our job, Tim. We watch the radar. Should we tell the general? Hang on, Tim. I can't hear you over that fucking spaceship flying over. Okay, it landed. What'd you say, Tim? He said, should we tell the general? Tell him what? About the alien ship. What alien ship? There's nothing on the radar, Tim. We both saw it land. Wasn't on the radar, Tim. Not our job. You're a fucking idiot. You know that, right? Not my job. Here we are at the end of another episode of Tefimpis. The next episode we will review is Battle for Gobotron Part 4, Earthbound. If you want to see two guys bound to Psych Hills Will, follow us on Twitter. I'm at John Sobey. Paul is at P. McPherson1. And make sure you rate and review the show on your podcast app, whatever it is that you are listening to us with. And tell all your friends, tell everyone you know. You can tell them they can find old 
episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, destroy the Guardians. Destroy. Destroy. Oh, yeah, you're that crackpot scientist that wrecked the shuttle.